Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we believe that being resilient as a leader is not just a good idea. It's absolutely required. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Well, I hope you're doing well here today. On today's episode, I want to get up close and personal, maybe even get a bit granular and specific here. We're going to unpack why the first two hours of your day as a leader are crucial, that it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Have you ever heard the phrase, win the morning, win the day? And I believe this wholeheartedly, but I want to be clear. This is not a podcast episode pontificating about the militaristic approach of getting up at 4 a.m., running 10 miles, and getting more things done by breakfast than most people get done all day. I'm not going to echo the extremely driven people who say all successful people are out of bed before dawn, working on their dreams while everyone else is sleeping, where they get more done by Monday at noon than most people get done all week. I'm not going to do that to you. For you, if that works, great. Go for it. But I find that to be wildly oppressive and excruciatingly exhausting. But hey. Different strokes for different folks. If that's you, go for it. But this is not what this episode is about, so don't worry. But I have a growing curiosity with leaders and their morning routines. In fact, I love asking leaders, tell me about the first two hours after you get up. It's always fascinating, enlightening, and a very fun conversation. And I've found that the leaders that I admire, the ones that I want to be like, are the ones who are purposeful about their morning routines. Why is this important? Why should we care about the first two hours of our day? Because if you win the morning, you win the day, whenever your morning may start. But why is this important to resilient leaders? Well, back in episode one of this podcast, the very first episode we recorded, we talked about the plant foot and the pivot foot in basketball. Again, I can only pivot with confidence if I have a firmly set plant foot. And the plant foot is our mornings, our morning routines. Now, let me share with you what a typical weekday morning routine looks like for me. And again, this is just me, but it's going to be very personal and granular, and I want it to help you think through yours as well. Now, it took me a while to get to my rhythms, and admittedly, the pandemic threw off my game for a long time, but I'm back in a routine now. It took some experimenting, but for me, my mornings actually begin the night before. Maybe yours do too where I check the weather and I lay out my clothes for the next day. I get the coffee pot ready. I briefly look at my schedule for tomorrow. I set my alarm and I turn my phone on airplane mode. And so the following morning, each morning, when I wake up, first thing, my alarm goes off. It's on my phone, but my phone is never set by my bed. It is across the room by the window. So I have to get up and go turn it off because once I'm up, I'm up. So there's no temptation for me to hit the snooze button. Now, I have to admit, I love my alarm sound. I wake up every morning for the last several years to the song, The Distance by Cake. You know that song, The Distance? It's an amazing motivator. In fact, recently I was speaking at a men's retreat and I asked the men, 
why do you, what, what do you wake up to? Do you wake up to a beeping alarm on a traditional alarm clock? Do you wake up to a song on your phone, something else? It was amazing to hear their responses. Fun, fun conversation. Some woke up to Elton John. Others woke up to Kenny G. Other people wrote, uh, woke up to a rap song and still others wake up to a screamer band to get them out. It was a hilarious conversation. But I wake up to the distance and I highly, highly recommend it. But I also don't check my email or my texts. My phone is still on airplane mode. But no, I, I don't make uh, my bed the first thing in the morning. I know some people do. The experts, quote unquote experts, say that I should, but I don't know. I don't make my bed. But after waking up, I look back at my bed and I scoff at that unmade pile of sheets and comforters. And I immediately go to the shower where I think through and pray through uh, the meetings in my day and the people that I know I'll interact with while I'm showering. I get out of the shower. I go downstairs. After getting dressed, I pour my coffee. It's always decaf. I've learned that caffeine affects me more than I'd like to, than I'd like it to. I don't get the physical shakes like some people do, but I find that my soul feels uneasy or a bit off when I have caffeine. So when I have decaf, I feel more present, more settled, less restless. Decaf only for me. And I take my coffee, I pour it, and I enjoy some quiet quality alone time. If the weather's nice, I'm out on our back porch. If not, I'm in our sunroom. And I write in my gratitude journal with my fountain pen. I pull it out. I write five things I'm grateful for as a prayer. It starts out, God, I'm thankful for. God, I'm grateful for. And I just write it out five times. I've been doing this for years. I read scripture. I pray, which for me involves more journaling. I read a book for at least 30 minutes. And then I greet my family. My oldest son is just about to get off to catch the bus. My youngest son is just about to wake up at this time. My wife, she's already been up for hours. I make a fruit smoothie, frozen mixed berries, OJ, a banana, a bit of yogurt inside, put it in the stick blender. Same breakfast every morning. Easy to make, good for you. Don't have to ex uh, expend any energy thinking through, what do I want to eat this morning? Easy decision for me. I get our youngest off to school, and then if the weather is nice, I walk, bike, or longboard to my office, where I am right now, which is about four or five blocks away from our house. If the weather is bad or cold, then I'll just drive. Now, some people work out in the morning. That's great. My wife loves to run or do yoga or work out. That's great. But before the pandemic, I used to do that. Three days a week, I'd get up and I'd go swimming at the Y, or I'd go out for a run. But now it just got hard on the schedule. It's hard on my family. And honestly, it's hard on my back. Hashtag old man. So now I shifted my workouts to late afternoon before dinner as a game changer. Now, now some of you may be thinking, whoa, I'm not sure I really wanted to know all that information about JR's workout uh, a morning routine. No problem. Sorry about that. But some of you may be thinking, are you serious? Really? That sounds a little over the top, a little legalistic or too regimented or even oppressive for me. But I'll tell you, for me, it's quite freeing. You know, Steve Jobs always wore his classic long, black, long sleeve t-shirt and jeans. And President Obama, he practically wore a dark gray suit every day. Why did they do this? Because they didn't, as leaders, they didn't want to waste time and energy each morning deciding on what to wear. They had other decisions that needed, they needed to make, and they wanted to save their energy and time and focus and attention for that. So they made the decision of what to wear long ago so they could focus on more important uses of their energy and time. Now, I don't wear the same clothes every day, but I like the principle 
Once I found a routine, then I don't have to waste time and energy each morning when I arise thinking about what am I going to wear? What time should I get up? What should I do next? Should I have coffee or not? What should I eat? I can get on to other more important things for the day. So all this to say, you don't have to do everything that I do in the first two hours of my day. In fact, don't do what I do. (laughs) Don't copy it. I'm just asking you to be intentional and purposeful with your mornings if you can, because if you win the morning, you win the day. Now, certainly this depends upon your context. It'll be different for many of you who are listening. Some of you who are in construction or you're a teacher or you're a jet setting salesperson or a student or a stay-at-home parent with little ones running around the house early in the morning. So you've got to use this for your own context. But I'd love to hear from you about your morning routines. I really would love it. Would you email me? If you know me, would you text me or call me? I would love to hear from you. Will you answer these two questions for me? Number one, what are your habits and routines the first two hours of your day? I'd love to hear them. Number two, what or how do you wake up? What's your alarm? Is it a beeping sound, a song, or maybe a crying baby in the other room? Maybe it's Kenny G or Elton John or a screamer band. I would love to hear. Would you drop me a line and let me know? My contact information is in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you and other leaders as to what your morning routines look like. Well, thank you for joining me today. And thanks as always to Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. Joel produces all of the episodes of this podcast, and I have used him for countless video projects. If you have a video or podcast production need, Joel helps to tell your story in clear and compelling ways. Visit onalimproductions.com or visit the show notes to learn more. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, be intentional with the first two hours of your day. It's your plant foot so you can be resilient by pivoting the rest of the day. Whatever you do, just be thoughtful and intentional to win the morning because if you win the morning, you win the day.